Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's presentation. And uh, we're talking about returning back to Canada. Uh, I know you guys are in the Palmer Canadian Club. And um, so I wanted to uh, welcome you to, to our presentation. And um, I just want to answer a lot of your questions today. So make sure that you um, put your questions in the chat, because later on in the presentation, I'll get to those questions and make sure I answer them. Uh, for you. Um, I started True North Practice Management a few years ago because I wanted to share my vision, my uh, wisdom and experience over 26 years of practice to help other people. So basically, I wanted to help uh, health care providers grow, make sure that they um, can follow their vision and mission in their in their life and and what they wanted to do with their career. Everyone has their true north and practice in life. So I believe that each and every person has their true north. They, um, they are, are in chiropractic college for a reason. Uh, for me, it was more because of a chiropractor that helped me early on in my, as a teenager, with some knee pain and back pain that really motivated me to become a chiropractor. Well, who am I? I'm a chiropractor who's practiced for 26 years. I did locums for the first three years of practice. I went back to Manitoba, I'm from Winnipeg uh, originally. I went back to Manitoba to practice and um, I did locums for my first three years of, um, of practice experience. And I think for you guys, locums could be a really wonderful way for you to get a variety of different experience at different clinics. I went to CMCC, so I had a certain um, perspective on chiropractic. But um, uh, when I went to different clinics to work in those clinics, I got a varied uh, uh, experience because some of the doctors were from Life or from Palmer. Uh, some of them were from uh, the West Coast. So it was really good for me to see the different uh, philosophies, the different practice styles, uh, the way they ran their clinics. So it is one thing that I encourage students to do is to, um, to do locums if you're not sure where you want to practice or how you want to set up your practice. I developed and uh, sold uh, locum services. So at some point, locums became very busy for me and I had to hire another chiropractor uh, to take the double bookings. And then I developed that service into a receptionist. My friends were dentists and medical doctors. I started to place people like hygienists and assistants in their clinics. And eventually that business really grew to the point where I had 100 people on my staff and ended up uh, selling that um, business to one of my employees. When I started my own clinic, I started in a high profile location in Winnipeg, right on Portage Avenue, if you guys have been to Winnipeg. And it was right next to a major radio station called CGOB. So when uh, CJOB had questions about chiropractic, they would call me and I would uh, go on on air and explain chiropractic to them. And they had an FM side and they had a kind of a shock jock uh, FM side and they would invite me to come on, but more to poke fun at me and poke fun at chiropractic. And, uh, and it was just, it was a, a ton of fun. It was also a great exposure for the clinic and for chiropractic and, and myself. So I was in uh, Winnipeg for 12 years. Um, we moved to the Okanagan in um, 2008. And so for 10 years, I had a practice in Penticton. 
and then now my children are going to university. So we moved to Kelowna and they're going to UBCO. And I thought instead of starting my own clinic again, what I'll do is share my knowledge and experience with uh, students and help young doctors and therapists with their practice. So uh, I started a consulting company to help them and, and have started with HR again to help place people like uh, students in clinics. And, um, and then personally, I've returned to doing locums again because I really enjoy it. And I did it for so many, for three years and, and, and I had a lot of clients doing that. So I'm returning to doing that more in busier clinics, clinics that need someone who has experience because um, uh, the practice is really busy. I wrote a book to share my experience with, uh, with students and, and young doctors. It's called Successful Private Practice. It's on Amazon. That took a while. If you want to write a book, it could take a year or two to get everything down and formatted. And there's a, a lot of different nuances in publishing a book, but I did get that done. And then um, we do have a podcast for True North, so I'd encourage you to go on uh, Apple uh, to, to get our podcast. And then YouTube as well, social media. We do have a website, which I'll show you uh, towards the end of the presentation. And I did write a, a book earlier in my career on neck pain and back pain. So two, two different books that are on Amazon if you guys want to check those out. I'd highly encourage you guys to, uh, to write a book at some point in your career and, and tell your story. So where are you right now? in uh, student life. A lot of the students that I talk to and work with are at CMCC and, and NYCC. Um, CMCC because I went there earlier this year in February before COVID broke out and I started to, um, I, I talked to them at their career day and then followed up with a lot of the students and I've helped them uh, in, a, in a variety of different ways to, um, to get their resumes looking better, to find out what direction they want to go in practice to help place them in a certain uh, career opportunity uh, and get a business plan put together. So we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But what I'm finding is the students have been so focused on academics, which I remember being in college and, and focusing on academics as well and, and just being really um, trying to get the best marks and graduate and getting all my clinical achievements done that I wasn't really that focused on uh, when I got out of school where I was gonna work. And if you're going back home and it's far away, maybe you don't have connections right now with clinics. So I think um, it's, it's a good time if you're gonna be graduating in the next six to 12 months, I would start thinking about, uh, you know, where do you wanna practice? What opportunities are out there? And start checking in on some of the association uh, marketplaces or their uh, classified ads to find out um, more about the opportunities or that, that are out there. You can also go to our website under the classified or student section and you'll see that there's clients of ours that are looking for chiropractors right now. So make sure you check that out uh, too. So for a lot of students, um, you know, they're just starting to think about what they should do and, and, and uh, thinking about real life, they call it, and, uh, and I'm here to help them. So one of the best things you can do right now is get your resume looking better. So take out your resume and convert it to a CV. So basically uh, take all the academic achievements uh, that you have, make sure that you highlight, I would say the top three, and then uh, your clinical achievements. Actually the clinical achievements are uh, more important than the academic achievements because uh, the clinic achievements relate to the chiropractors or the clinics 
who are looking for new graduates. So make sure you connect with them. I always say to the students I work with, uh, divide up your resume into three sections, your clinical achievements at the top, your uh, academic achievements second, and then last, um, any personal things that you've done that are important to you. So highlight your personality and, and your personal interests. Um, and then what I do with the students is get them ready for interviews. So several of uh, the clients that I have that are at CMCC and NYCC, um, I've been working with them to get them ready for interviews. So what are the most important things in an interview? Number one is to ask a lot of questions and connect with the interviewer. So make sure you develop a rapport because this could be the start of uh, years of working with someone. And then answer their questions, but ask questions as well. And I find if uh, the students can ask questions to the interviewer, that gets a dialogue going. And what you're looking for is places where you're going to connect. You're going to connect on practice styles, on, on the clinic opportunity you're looking for, kind of your dream job. So make sure that you um, ask questions during, their in, during your interview. And don't just focus on one interview. I would do several. So I have one client right now. She's uh, done five interviews. And um, what I've said to her is just keep all the doors open. She's a few months away from graduation. And really what you want to do is get the best job opportunity so that you're going to be happy uh, working in that, in that clinic uh, longer term. You should also develop a business plan. And a business plan is a good idea because um, no matter where you practice, you're going to have some fundamentals in the business plan that are going to allow you to stay focused and have some structure no matter where you are. If you're an associate, if you're a locum doctor, if you open your own practice, it's good to have a business and life plan. So what's the job climate like in Canada right now? I find with the clients that I work with, some of them are doing really well. I get to see their financials, I get to see, some of them are selling their practices, so I, I see where their revenues are coming from, where their expenses are. So some of the doctors are doing very well. And what I'm finding is not only uh, are they uh, booked up personally, but maybe they have an associate working for them. Uh, several offices have massage therapists, kinesiologists, helping them uh, with the patients on stretches and exercises. Some of them have tables like distraction tables uh, that bring in additional revenues. And then they also have uh, uh, rooms that are booked out to physiotherapists um, and other types of, um, other types of uh, treatments. So if you're inclined, if that's something you wanna do, um, it's a good idea to diversify your practice. Maybe not right at the start, but as time goes on and you own a, a clinic or you're developing your part of the clinic, it's good to have other people working uh, with you and for you. A lot of the clinics are direct billing to insurance and with um, the EMR or the uh, software that we have now, it's becoming easier and easier to bill to private insurance. And a lot of the questions I get from the um, uh, students at New York Chiropractic College is how does the insurance billing work in Canada? And it's actually quite easy, maybe easier than the United States because the um, Insurance billing, I use a, a portal called TELUS, uh, TELUS Help, and uh, TELUS like the phone company in Canada. And uh, so what TELUS allows me to do is to bill directly to a number of insurance companies through their portal. So they have about 15 different insurance companies they represent, and I can do all my billings through that one standardized 
uh, portal, I would highly encourage you to, to offer insurance direct billings to your patients because it makes it easier for them to uh, come and see you. But also you have to keep track of that. So your staff or you have to make sure that you know how much coverage that they have. And uh, if their coverage is running out, make sure you let them know in advance. The other thing that I see is clinics that are doing social media marketing are doing very well. And I was kind of surprised by some of the students at uh, CMCC and at NYCC that uh, they didn't have social media profiles yet. I would highly encourage you to get on social media if you're not already on it, uh, or create a new profile if you already have one that's more personal, and uh, start to promote yourself. Uh, put posts on social media that reflect what you know. You don't have to hold yourself out to be a doctor, you're not licensed yet, but start uh, posting on what rotator cuff is. Start posting on how whiplash affects the spine. So the stuff that you've already learned in school, make sure you're posting that and use images, stock images or videos or kind of mix it up so that people can start to follow you and see what you do. And if you know where you're going to practice, like two of my uh, students uh, that are together um, are going to return to Hamilton. So I've said to them on Instagram, make sure that you're uh, actually choosing the location of Hamilton so that people in the Hamilton area can start to follow you. So when you start your practice, uh, you're going to already have some clients right from the start. So that's a really good idea for you guys is to get started on social media. There are some chiropractors that aren't doing so hot. Um, I think um, they haven't adapted to the changing climate in Canada. They are not uh, billing to insurance. They're not doing social media. Uh, they don't have other professionals, so maybe they're a solo practitioner. Um, they're just not doing the right things in order to make uh, their practice work really well. And I do hear stories of some chiropractors that are, are leaving clinics, trying to find better opportunities or leaving the profession uh, because it's not what they expected. So I don't want to see that happen to any students. Um, I'd rather work with uh, the students to help coach them and make sure that they have a successful start to their career. Now, I'll give you a few tips. What I'm seeing from my clients is um, the clinics that are looking for associates and a lot of the students that are uh, looking for associate positions, that's the most common thing we see at True North. The associate position should start around the 55 to 60% mark. The old standard was 50%. So clients that I take on, new ones, clinics that are looking for associates and they're, uh, they're want to start the associate off at 50%, what I tell them, it's just not competitive. You need to start students off around the 55% mark uh, or new doctors, 60%. Uh, there are some offers out there for 60%. So I think that's a really great start. And I always encourage clinics to have a sliding scale. So as um, you get busier, you don't have to pay uh, so much. So the sliding scale would go something like the first 5,000 of billings every month, you would keep 55%. The next 5,000, so from 5,000 to 10,000, you would keep 60%. And then maybe over 10,000 a month of billings, they would be 65 or 70%, something like that. Because you're covering the clinic's overhead, you're able to um, make more, which is incentive for you. So I always encourage a sliding scale uh, on both sides, both for the clinic and for the associate. Uh, I like to see a contract like that. And I highly encourage you to get a contract and not just a handshake a deal when you uh, get into a position like an associate position. 
there are some practices for sale. So um, if you don't have a lot of student debt, if you do have financial means, uh, uh, buying a practice is a great uh, option because you have an existing patient base, you have cash flow, and it allows you to basically walk in, do some training with the doctor for a while, and then take over the practice. So that's great. And then starting your own is good. It can be really slow at the beginning and you have to get out there and you have to do a bunch of different things like uh, social media, talks on social media, talks in person, align yourself with uh, different sports teams or community um, groups, but eventually you will build up a practice. It could take two or three years to get to a volume that you're happy with, but uh, starting your own uh, clinic, of course, is lower cost than buying a clinic. So that is an option for sure. So what's your plan for the future? It's a good time to think about that. Um, and so uh, what do you want to do? Um, and, and no matter where you want to go, it's good to write it down, put down your mission and vision uh, in your plan, and then how that could fit into any situation. So if you want to be an associate, the mission and vision for being an associate, do you want to work out of one room or two rooms? Do you want to do a diversified kind of treatment style? Do you want to use any um, equipment like shockwave or laser uh, or a distraction table? So think about all those things and the reason why you want to do that. The, um, also in your business plan, you want to have your location and demographics. So if you want to return to Saskatchewan, you want to go to Ontario, uh, write down the general area where you want to practice and the reason why, uh, the kind of clinic you want to set up. So how big of a room do you want? What kind of tables do you want to uh, practice with? Uh, the type of patient numbers. And this is a hard one, but with the students, I, I tell them just start with like one new patient a week on your business plan, go to two and then three, four, work yourself up as time goes on. So six months, a year down the road, now you're at three or four new patients a week, and there's a bit of a compounding effect. How many times would those people come? And then what would they be paying per visit? And so basically you can start to do some calculations and have a pro forma, it's called a pro forma in your business plan, so that you can take that business plan to the bank or to even uh, the person running the clinic and say, here's what I want to accomplish and have a meaningful discussion around that. Make sure you include your finances in there, like how much rent you would pay, any other costs, like your licensing fees, malpractice insurance. And if you have um, any debt, how you're gonna repay that debt. So over time, uh, you know, five years, let's say, you want to repay your student debt. So you want to know what your cash flow is going to be like. If you want to get an apartment or buy a house eventually, uh, the pro forma is very important to figure out uh, not just your business finances, but your personal finances too. So social media, uh, we talked about that earlier. I would highly encourage you to be on LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn is important because it's a peer-to-peer -peer network. So um, People are, doctors are on there, uh, clinics are on there, they're looking for uh, good people. And so if you have a, a profile that's uh, set up with your picture, make sure you put your picture on there, make sure you have your bio on there, uh, your resume or CV, it's going to um, help you because they're gonna be searching. And I have a, a package called Recruiter Light that I use on LinkedIn to search for chiropractic candidates. And um, if you have your information filled out, there's a good chance you'll show up on that. So make sure that on LinkedIn, you complete your information and make your profile look as good as possible. On Instagram, 
uh, it's great for building up clientele. So uh, people are going to follow you um, and eventually, hopefully they're going to become patients of yours. And then start a Facebook page as well. So a page where you can highlight uh, the, the pictures, the videos that you're doing, uh, the text, take some time to write some text or some copy for your social media. And then um, you can duplicate what you put on Instagram and on Facebook as well. And that way you'll just get a bigger, bigger following. TikTok, it's up and coming. It's kind of silly, but I like it. And I encourage students to get on TikTok, look at what other doctors are doing, chiropractors, and do some posts that uh, will attract followers because the followers you're gonna have on TikTok, they're teenagers right now, but in five or 10 years, they're gonna become patients of yours. So it is good to have a demographic that is up and coming for your practice because you're gonna be doing this for a long time. Now, as far as consulting goes, and what I do and the consultants I've used in the past, I've had three consultants uh, during my career in chiropractic. And so I've had three periods, which have spanned about maybe 15 years of my career, where I used um, uh, a practice manager or a consultant to help me. And what I found was I was able to leverage their knowledge and experience, so ask them questions, that really helped me to overcome some of the obstacles I was facing, helped me to plan better. I avoided uh, mistakes and pitfalls by having a, a coach or a consultant. The coach or consultant held me accountable to achieving my goals. So if I gave them my business plan and I said I want to accomplish these goals, they basically held me to it. Uh, they would call me each week or each month and say, how are those plans going? Did, you know, last time we talked, you, did, you said you were going to do this and this. Did you accomplish that? And then we can discuss those uh, points and eventually I would get to the goals that I set out. It always paid off for me. Um, I always did better in my practice and with my career uh, when I had a coach or a consultant versus when I didn't. And it was worth the time and it was worth the money I invested because the return uh, was far greater. So that's something that I encourage you to do is get a, a coach or a mentor. Certainly you can contact me but uh, there's other coaches out there, consultants in chiropractic that could really help you. And they just help you to stay focused and give you valuable information so that it'll help you along in your career so that you're successful. How our services work? Well, we have courses. So I've started to develop courses. Uh, uh, one of the courses we have is how to um, transition from student life to, to real life. So uh, we have a course on um, how to change your student resume into a professional CV and find your dream job. So it just helps you to get focused. Uh, it was, I developed this course from all the one-on-one uh, -on -one consultations I was doing with students. I saw some consistent themes and I thought what I would do is, is put that into a course and it's on Teachable and you can find the link on our website to go to that course. I'd, I'd encourage you to, to work on your resume and convert it to a CV so you can send it out to, to clinics. We do represent students, so when you're getting closer to graduation, if you want to put an ad on our website, we'd be happy to do that. And that ad allows uh, clinics to see your ad when they go on our site. We also promote um, our clients on LinkedIn. We promote our clients on social media, and we do advertise in most of the association marketplaces in Canada. If they have a place for that, then we do advertise. And a lot of the provinces have um, places where you can advertise like uh, in BC, Alberta, uh, Saskatchewan, 
Um, Manitoba doesn't, Ontario does, and some of the eastern provinces don't. And then when we do place someone, we charge a fee, but that's once we've done uh, several interviews, we've done some follow-up, uh, second interview, and then we do get a contract in place. We make sure we protect our client's interests, so that would be you, to make sure that you get a good contract in place, and then we charge a fee for it. But that fee offsets uh, what you may lose in, in, um, in revenues or in wages if you did sign something for, let's say, 50%, and you should be starting at 55%. Or maybe you don't have a sliding scale, so as you get busier, you're stuck at the 55%, and uh, you're not getting 60 or 65% like we talked about earlier. And then the coaching that I do one-on-one -on -one with certain uh, students, I'll work one-on-one -on -one with them, usually with a weekly phone call, and then text and email support. And then I divide up my time into 15 minute segments. And I usually talk to students um, on a um, weekly basis, um, some of them on a monthly basis, but it's basically whatever their needs are at the time and, and, and what they need help with, that's what I talk to them about. So here's my contact information. Um, Feel free to contact me if you have any questions. You can reach out by sending an email to truenorthpracticemanagement at gmail.com. Uh, you can go on our website, True North Practice Management, uh, and, and there is a student section and a new doctor section on there, so you can click on that and then see what we've posted. There's other sections for clinics, there's courses, other types of things that uh, we're working on right now. You can always call me or send me a text at 250-486-0062. And um, I know uh, Brett was saying that it'd be good to answer some questions. So I wanted to save some time here at the end to answer some of your questions. Rather than um, um, muting and unmuting and, and the video, if you could just type any questions you have here in the chat, I can uh, talk to those questions. So, so type your questions here. And I'd be happy to answer those questions for you. Uh, the, one question here is, um, are those prices in Canadian dollars? Yes, except uh, the course. The, um, the course that um, we have are in US dollars. So, so the courses are, because the company uh, Teachable that we have the course on, uh, they're in the US and they structure their, their courses in US dollars. Um, any other questions for me? Where are you guys from? Which provinces are you from? Maybe you can just type in there so I know uh, what province you're from. Ontario, okay. BC, excellent. That's where I am right now in Kelowna. Alberta, excellent. So we're, we're dealing with more Alberta. So I... Um, I do um, talk to a lot of uh, doctors in BC and Alberta and Ontario. So because we just started True North uh, last year, uh, we started in BC, then we moved into Alberta, then I went to Toronto to CMCC to meet the students. It's kind of developed into a national type of company. And we've been working with uh, students from, or students and uh, doctors and clinics from BC, Alberta, Ontario. But we are, we're talking to some people right now in Saskatchewan uh, Manitoba where I'm from I've talked to the uh, registrar there uh, just last week and then the Atlantic provinces we're not there yet but um, we will start working with those associations as well as the year progresses
there was a question about a contract. I do have some contracts. Um, I don't know where you can find a typical contract, but I do have some examples of contracts because my clients um, have provided those to me. I wouldn't share the exact contract that I have because it's kind of proprietary information, but I would be happy to uh, discuss with you what should be in a contract. And then once you do get presented a contract, uh, review it with you and, and ask some questions, help you to ask some questions. And the way I've done that is um, I've given the student feedback to go back on their second interview to talk to the doctor about. Um, and then sometimes if the student's feeling a little intimidated, I will actually get in on the call. So I'll, we'll do a three-way call and the doctor, the clinic's on the line, the student's on the line, I'm on the line. I, I let the uh, two parties uh, talk, but if there's some key points in there, I'll ask some questions on, um, you know, um, how about a sliding scale? How about the uh, term of the contract? So I'll start to participate in that if the student wants me to join that um, conversation. Uh, any tips from provincial? Yeah, I do have some tips for you guys. And one of the tips from this uh, provincial association is a lot of the associations, including the national ones, are uh, they have a student sign up. So I would encourage you to sign up for the student membership. And um, uh, I know they have that in Ontario for sure, um, but contact your provincial association and see if you can sign up now for a membership as a student. Often they have no fee or a reduced fee for that. I think the Canadian Chiropractic Protective Association, CCPA, has a student program as well. That's the malpractice insurer. So just start to get some of these relationships established with the associations, with the registrar, uh, with the uh, insurance companies, um, because that'll just make it easier for you when you get out and you, and you start practicing. It is a little bit overwhelming because there's just so much to know. Um, so I would encourage you to just start taking those steps right now. Um, and the specific question is the uh, reaching out to Alberta about acupuncture and, and the certifications. Yeah, if you want me to help you, contact me because I am a member of, I have a license in British Columbia and Alberta, so I could help you because I have access to the Alberta site. And so if you want me to check into that for you, I know the registrar, um, I can definitely uh, help you out with the acupuncture certification and, and find out what's, what's required. Uh, you could contact the registrar as well. Uh, just um, go to the Alberta College um, and, and just send a message. And the registrar often will respond to you directly, which is, which is great. And just let them know you're a student, but you want to do things properly. The registrars are all about doing, uh, dotting your I's and crossing your T's. So just say you want to make sure you do everything correctly, and, and they'll respect that for sure. Um, any other questions for me before I go? Um, the website, um, I'll quickly just jump over there just to show you what the website um, looks like. So if you go on True North, it'll look like uh, this right here. There's a section for students. So that second button right there at the top, and then I've written um, some information that could be helpful. The courses, there's a link there, and, um, and there'll be more courses. Uh, the next course we're planning on is interviewing. So we want to make sure we prepare students for interviews based on what we've been experiencing with them. So uh, there'll be a course for interviews coming up. There probably will be a course for contract negotiation as well. So just all the uh, knowledge that we're, and experience we're getting right now uh, as consultants, that's something that uh, will we'll turn into a course format so you can take it at your own pace. 
I want to thank you guys for joining me today. I hope we didn't go too far over time. I know you have another course or class coming up right now, but thank you for joining me. I look forward to hearing from you guys and, and have a wonderful day.